Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. The start of another week. Glad you are with us. I want to begin with some positive news on a number of fronts. I'm sure many conversations are taking place about the latest tragic shooting that has occurred, mass shooting that has occurred out in California. As you know, we can spend a lot of time talking about what happened here, the lives that are lost, and it's, it's tragic. Profoundly tragic. Fortunately, the suspect is no longer with us. I want to focus at the start of this broadcast on an act of heroism. The Hill reporting on this, their headline, the man who disarmed suspect in the Monterey Park mass shooting quoted as saying, something came over me. So what did this man actually do? He wrestled a gun away from the man accused of killing 10 in Monterey Park, California over the weekend, saying something came over him before realizing he needed to disarm the suspect. He said, I had to get the weapon away from him. His name is Brandon Say. He's only 26 years old. I needed to take this weapon, disarm him, or else everybody would have died. Say actually came face to face with Hu Can Tran, who's 72 years old at a dance hall, just minutes after Tran is believed to have shot 10 people to death at another dance club in nearby Monterey Park. The video surveillance shows Say wrestling with Tran and taking the gun away. Tran ultimately fled the scene. Later on, police would surround Tran as he sat in a van. This happened on Sunday. Authorities say the suspect shot himself to death in the vehicle. So at this point, fortunately, no outstanding suspects in this shooting. As is the case so often, police not able to determine a motive for the shooting. Tran is believed to have visited the Monterey Park dance hall before and said the shooting may be a result of personal relationships. Say has drawn praise from law enforcement and local officials, lauding his action 
at the dance hall is heroic and life-saving. Say, not surprisingly, saying the victims of the shooting and their families, they're the ones who are being courageous. Adding courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the ability to have adversity of fear. In crises like this, the people need courage, especially the victims, their friends, their families. And I hope they could find the courage and the strength to persevere. And that's our hope and pray for our prayer for these survivors who have certainly dealt with something that is absolutely horrendous. We salute on this morning the brave actions of this young man, Brandon Say, for stepping up to disarm the suspect. If he had not done so, perhaps this death toll would have been higher. We are very, very thankful for him. Other praiseworthy items. I've seen this so many times in social media platforms. And it's really cool to have a name to associate with this. Floyd Dean Shannon. Who is this guy, you may ask? You know, people have a lot of fears. And it's a wonderful thing when you go through something, and interestingly enough, we made reference to this hero who disarmed a suspect, and he made reference to people overcoming fear. You know, it's a wonderful thing when there are people who very strategically are in your life and have an impact to help you deal with your fears. I don't know if you've seen this on social media, but I've seen it multiple times. It's a picture. You know, you hear that expression, a picture says a thousand words. This is one of those. It's a picture of a young flight attendant sitting on the floor, holding a woman's hand. There's a story behind this. As WSOC reports on this. This is a flight attendant who went above and beyond for a passenger on a flight that left Charlotte Douglas International Airport. You see, Floyd Dean Shannon is a Delta Airlines flight attendant. The picture shows him comforting a woman who, according to passengers, was afraid to fly. The photo taken last Saturday from a flight departing from Charlotte, it's gone viral. Floyd's actually sitting in the aisle. He's on the floor holding the woman's hand. Passenger Molly Simonson Lee took the picture, said she was absolutely moved by Floyd's kindness. He just had this connection and warmth and calmness. She responded to that. And the moment was just so beautiful. To Lee, the moment, a reminder of how good people can be. When you see something like that, it's a wonderful reminder. There are a lot of good people out there. By the way, Molly hopes Floyd's bosses see that exchange and give him a raise and a promotion. 
<laughs> I'm sure that would be greatly appreciated. Keep your eye out for this if you've not seen this already. I, I think it's really one of the most beautiful pictures I've seen in recent days. Just showing such a wonderful expression of humanity, which is something we all need, right? In the category of vindication, vindication. Now, there's not a lot of comfort sometimes when you know something to be right and you later find that the information backs you up. However, the wrong action was taken. I'm speaking about our energy supply. You see, a really bad decision was made early on in this Biden administration that has repercussions even now. I'm thankful the price of gasoline has gone down. It's not where it was at the beginning of the Biden administration. But it's not as bad as it was. But this situation could be a whole lot better if this administration had taken a different course on the Keystone XL pipeline. Now we've got a report, a congressionally mandated report, which tells us what this pipeline would have done. We'll talk about it and much more as we continue our Monday broadcast. Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. the text line some interesting uh, text here on this gun subject beginning here people are the most unstable species in the world to give unfettered access to guns anymore everybody wants closure to their smallest problem with anyone else and it's becoming increasingly common to just kill the problem don't complain if you think this is the price for freedom we also have this Additional thoughts from the same person, I believe Dean. I should think that laws should be reviewed when they are outdated 
Shouldn't gun laws be reviewed when the Second Amendment was meant primarily to protect us from the British and not settle our grievances between each other? Maybe it's time for a reasonable do-over. I suspect many of you would not agree with Dean on this one. On the gas subject, Vince, I'm not grateful for 309 gas. I certainly am not grateful for being at this administration's mercy for so many things. Yeah, it's a pretty ugly picture, isn't it? Well, here's what we have now learned, ladies and gentlemen. According to Breitbart, we have a new quietly released Energy Department report that apparently admits canceling Keystone XL pipeline was a mistake. This is a congressionally mandated report released in December. It shows the president revoking the Keystone XL pipeline permits has cost us thousands of jobs and billions of dollars. We kind of knew this was coming, didn't we? The report, Keystone XL extension permit revocation, energy costs and job impacts. It brought attention to the positive economic benefits the Keystone XL pipeline could have had if Biden did not revoke the federal permits hours after he was sworn into office. As you know, there was widespread criticism of the president for this action. Energy's report indicated the Keystone XL project would have created, you ready for this? Between 16,149 and 59,468 jobs annually for a two-year period. That's actually up from a 2014 report sponsored by the department that showed it would have created 3,900 direct jobs, 21,050 total jobs over a two-year construction period. Additionally, the report citing multiple studies showed there would have been a positive economic impact of between 3.4 and 9.6 billion dollars over the lifetime of the project. Folks, this is not right-wing propaganda. This is an Energy Department report. The Energy Department was required by law after Biden signed the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act in November 2021 due to Senator Steve Daines and Jim Risch adding an amendment to the legislation that mandated this report. And it was required to be published within 90 days Ultimately, was not released for more than a year. <laughs> These people, they're amazing, aren't they? Now, in a statement from the Energy Department to Fox News Digital, the spokesperson claimed the project would have had a minimal impact on the permanent jobs, but did not mention anything about the thousands of jobs that would have been created during the pipeline construction. The agency said the U.S. Department of Energy released a report evaluating existing analysis on economic and job benefits of the XL portion of Keystone Pipeline. It concluded there were limited job impacts, with approximately 50 permanent jobs estimated to have been created were the pipeline operational. <laughs> 50? Really? What a joke. When Biden revoked the permit, the project was said to be over halfway done on track for completion in 2022. And guess what? It would have been operational the early part of this year. 
boy, would that have been helpful. The Keystone XL would have delivered roughly 830,000 barrels of crude oil from Canada to the U.S. through the pipeline. Additionally, a labor agreement signed by four unions with TC Energy, August 2020, promised the project would have created 42,000 American jobs, $2 billion in total wages. Now, after Biden revoked the permits, Keystone XL was no longer a viable project. And the builder, TC Energy, moved from it confirming its termination in June 2021. Sadly, federal judges tossed a challenge from almost two dozen states asking the court to reinstate the pipeline's permits. This is just pure madness, isn't it? So now we can only focus on what could have been. It's kind of sad. This texter said, if Biden had to kill jobs, he has to learn the dirty money he has gained over the years. He has to earn that, this person says. He's a glaring example of the elite capture. Why else would an American president hurt his own country? Very good question. Now, we've talked about this before, about the folks who are in this country, and sadly, they have a hostility toward the country. It's really bad when that person's in the White House. Quite tragic. Quite tragic indeed. I'll tell you, it's also cool, though, when people recognize the error of their ways. Bill Barr is out with a new book. He's the former attorney general. I know there are a lot of people who have varying views on Bill Barr, but he had some really good comments about what's happened to our country in terms of the hostility toward Christianity especially. I want you to hear these comments first because I love what Bill Barr advocates, which is libertarianism. He spells this out and how we're unfortunately moving away from this with a hostility, especially toward religion. Here is Bill Barr. What we need today is a live and let live attitude, and it has to be a two-way street. And so what I think is happening today is the, the problem is not that religions are trying to still impose their views of morality on the non-faithful. Or you know, people who don't have religion. I think it's the opposite. I think you know, you, if you're a Catholic doctor, you have to perform abortions. If you're a Catholic hospital, you you have to perform uh, uh, perform a sex selection surgery. Uh, you know, we want you can't teach this in your school because it's hate speech. If you're teaching traditional doctrine, and he's absolutely right. It's also cool to hear Bill Maher. Yes, this is Bill Maher. Listen to what he said about what's happening on the left. I, I certainly have my quarrels with the left in a way I never did five years ago. Mm-hmm. And a lot of what started out as wokeism has turned into a kind of ugly authoritarianism that very much reminds me of religion. Yes, that was actually Bill Maher. Leftist authoritarianism. He recognizes that. I'm telling you folks, I think there are a lot of people who agree with him. They're waking up to this danger. Stay with us.
Over on that text line, we've got this. People who try to murder do it because the consequences aren't sufficient or swift enough to deter them. Armed, law-abiding citizens can stop killers immediately. I wonder what this person has in mind. I think I know. Biden stole classified documents while in office. Now he's stolen American jobs. Let's get busy stealing his job. Impeach Biden. Impeach Biden. Good morning, Vince. The firearm, it's just a tool. You remove the firearm from the equation, the same sick people that would use a firearm would use a knife. Time to ban knives? Well, there are things worse that they could use than knives. Believe me, we've talked about that here. The focus needs to be on the mental state of these individuals. May the Lord lay a hand of comfort and calmness on such individuals in hopes that they seek Christ. Amen to that. Thank goodness our congressional leaders on both sides of the aisle are heavily invested in railroads and trucking companies so we can still move oil without the XL pipeline. Thank goodness for that. All the stories about classified documents, political personalities, he said, she said, but nothing about making improvements to the country. They divert our attention as they're picking our pockets. Wake up, America. Start paying attention to your own well-being. I'm with you. Vince, I suspect Jill Biden is as involved as Hunter. Why is she so absent as First Lady? Why would she encourage her cognitively impaired husband to run for president? She needs to be questioned to determine her level of involvement in running the government and Biden family business. She's more than a community college instructor. That's a convenient cover for her corruption. You know, I have not heard questions about Mrs. Biden. What is her level of involvement in any of this stuff? It's a fair question. Documented as an exposed liar from the beginning of his political career, still made it 50 years and is our president. Who is stupider, Biden or us for voting him in? <laughs> oh, boy. Now we know why Obama picked Biden to be vice president in the first place. Why has no one asked Obama how the documents got out under his watch? Boy, there's another good question. And for the upstate, I despise Biden, but I have to wonder if the classified info from his days as a senator wasn't planted when the outrage of the other papers wasn't sufficient. Just some of the items on our text line. Speaking of documents... Yes, more revelations over the weekend. Isn't this getting crazy, ladies and gentlemen? FBI agents have found more classified documents at President Joe Biden's home in Wilmington, Delaware, during a consensual search lasting nearly 13 hours. By the way, I remember all the discussion about the fact that Biden was not going home this weekend. Do you remember that? He was heading to Rehoboth Beach, which is in southern Delaware. I think I've been there once. When I lived in Delaware. And now we have a better idea why. They were searching his home. Other classified documents were found there earlier this month in November at a Washington think tank where Biden kept a private office before becoming president. 
Now the FBI has found more classified documents at the Wilmington, Delaware home of President Joe Biden during this search. This was on Friday. It lasted 13 hours, according to his personal lawyer and a prosecutor. This discovery, the fourth time since November, classified records or material has been found at a private address of Biden's. This is getting insane, isn't it? His personal lawyer, Bob Bauer, in a statement, said the Department of Justice seized six items consisting of documents with classification markings and surrounding material. Joseph Fitzpatrick, assistant U.S. attorney for the Northern District of Illinois, saying to NBC News, I can confirm the FBI on Friday executed a planned consensual search of the president's residence in Wilmington, Delaware. Some of the items dated from Biden's tenure in the Senate were a represented Delaware from 73 to 2009. Some of the items were from his tenure as vice president in the Obama administration from 2009 through 2017. In addition to those records, FBI agents who did not have a warrant for the search also seized some notes that Biden wrote by hand as vice president. Neither Biden nor First Lady Jill Biden present during the search according to the special counsel of the president. These items join others. An undisclosed number of classified government records previously discovered by lawyers for the president. What do you think about this? Seems to be no end to this. What was this guy doing with these documents? I... I don't have any hesitation, and, and I've thought this for quite some time. This guy is a criminal. What we have in the White House is a criminal. You know, it's... <laughs> On the one hand, you're thinking, here's a guy who deserves to be taken out of office. But on the same token, how many of you are dying to have Kamala Harris as president? Oh, my goodness. The Laughing Hyena as president. I mean, that's that's really scary. By the way, it seems like more and more Democrats are lining up to throw this man under the bus for good reason. Senior Democrats, dismayed by the steady stream of startling disclosures, express criticism on how President Joe Biden handled classified material after leaving office. And disappointment by the fact the White House has not been more forthcoming with the public. Lawmakers who might have anticipated questions focusing on the debt limit or Ukraine when they were booked last week for the Sunday news shows, guess what? Guess what the Sunday news shows hosts were eager to talk about? More documents found at the Biden residence. Who wants to be in the place of having to defend this? They don't want to defend this. And I think more and more, the question is, who's who's going to start and get this chorus going to just say, you know what, enough is enough. We're going to talk about what some leading Democrats have to say. Forget about Republicans. Leading Democrats chiming in on this, that much more as we continue our Monday broadcast. Stay with us.
Back on the Vince Coakley radio program, and I'm talking about what's going on in the Democrat Party. This is important. The Democrat Party, they've recognized, they have recognized that what's going on with this president, these revelations, it's profoundly indefensible. Indefensible. (laughs) Some of these texts are absolutely hilarious. Vince, why would Biden not have classified documents as his personal home and other non-official locations? Clearly, he cannot be effective at undermining our country while working with other countries like China. Non-classified documents wouldn't help him much in his criminal dealings. Keep up the good work, Vince. Oh, my goodness. Vincent, I still say these documents are there so Hunter can have access to these documents and sell whatever's on there. This is very scary. Another person saying simply Biden is a traitor. Ooh, strong language here. Vince getting rid of Joe Biden and going with Kamala Harris is like stepping in a big mud puddle and only changing your shoes. (laughs) Got to change your socks, wash your feet as well. So can we get rid of cackling Cammy also? I'd rather put Kevin McCarthy in charge, even though I don't like him. That is from Jeff. This person saying, I think Congress should amend the Constitution. If the president's impeached, the vice president's also impeached. Hmm. Vince, the Biden documents are distractions. The lemmings are falling for it. Joe is the fool king who's about to be figuratively sacrificed for the cult's wicker man ceremony. Boy, have you seen that movie years ago? That movie, probably one of the scariest movies I've ever seen, The Wicker Man. Oh, my goodness, goodness, goodness. So I told you Democrats are now throwing the president under the bus. Now, I listened to part of this interview on CNN, and Dick Durbin did his little dance. We may share some of the audio on a future program. They're trying to make the distinction between the response from Donald Trump on this issue of classified documents and that of Joe Biden. that they shouldn't have. Now, I know people have said, well, the president could potentially declassify documents. You can go down that road. But the bottom line is, neither one should have documents like this. And trying to make Joe Biden look good just because he's complied, and I would put that in quotes, you know, it's, it's really flimsy. And, and I asked the question again, what would this be like if this were you with classified documents? Do you think you would be free right now? I think not. Anyway, Dick Durbin said Biden should be embarrassed by the situation. Adding the president had ceded the high moral ground on an issue that has already entangled former President Donald Trump. He's saying it diminishes the stature of any person who's in possession of it because it's not supposed to happen. And the elected official bears the ultimate responsibility. This is Dick Durbin, ladies and gentlemen, the second ranking Democrat in the Senate. Joe Manchin saying Biden should have a lot of regrets. Might as well say, listen, it's irresponsible. The president 
told reporters on Thursday it had no regrets over how and when the public learned about the documents and that there was no there there. He's trying to somehow diminish the depths of this scandal. And despite their criticism, as I mentioned, Biden's fellow Democrats defended what they say was his cooperation with the Justice Department as the search for additional classified material unfolds, contrasting this with Trump's resistance to efforts to recover hundreds of documents after he left office. It's outrageous that either occurred, according to Durbin, but the reaction by the former president and the current president could not be in sharper contrast. I really don't care. And only a politician would say this. I mean... I was trying to think of an analogy, and the analogy, uh, I'll just leave it alone. I don't want to get myself in trouble. (laughs) I'm just saying, folks, uh, we're talking about the wrong things. The bottom line is, neither one should have had these classified documents. That is the bottom line. And I've said before, this is not new. We've already seen polls to this effect. People do not want either one of these guys. A large percentage of people in this country want somebody else in 2024. By the way, coming up in the next hour, I'm going to pay tribute to someone who's had a tremendous impact in my life. And you'll understand all the reasons behind that. And... This also speaks to some of what I've communicated so many times before. It is so, so past time for some new and younger leadership. I'm going to tell you about a man who had tremendous impact in my life. One of the reasons why I express so many of the ideas that I do about this subject of leadership and passing leadership, passing the baton on to a new generation. I'm going to talk about a man who knew how to do that. That much more as we continue. Stay with us. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Thank you.